What's up? It's Caroline with the As Always podcast. This is our last week with like, comment, share series. I've loved this series. It's been so fun and so intriguing to talk about. Got to talk to a bunch of friends, which was super fun, and really just got to pick their brains. And I have some pretty wise friends, not going to lie. I just love hearing from them, and they've been great. If you haven't gone to listen to the other episodes, I highly recommend it. But with this episode, I'm just going to talk about what I've learned during this series and kind of where I'm at now with social media. So overall theme that I've learned throughout this series and recently with social media is how intentional I should be with my time on social media. I have limits on a lot of my apps that I use. um, And honestly, I ignore them all the time. So I've really had to be intentional about the time that I spend and knowing like what I'm looking at, what's pouring into me, what I'm pouring out and things like that. Um, With being receptive to social media, I think the things that we look at are super important. Like we discussed in the previous two episodes ago um, with Alex and Meredith and Emily, we talked a lot about um, kind of what is pouring into us, what we're seeing, what we're receiving, like everything from like porn to body image, like those kinds of things can affect us so heavily. And for me specifically, my body image and my self image is something that I've struggled with for a really long time and social media can really take a toll on that with our minds and our hearts. So personally, what I have done to combat this is one, knowing the truth that God says about me, getting into the word, knowing what he says about me and how he created me and knowing that that was intentional in and of itself. And then honestly, I feel like each and every one of us have at least that one person on social media that we can go to and look at And it really just makes it hard for us. And it's not because they're a bad person or they've done anything bad to us. But in some way, shape, or form, you know, we're jealous of them. Or, you know, it could be someone's ex. It could be your ex's new person. Things like that. Or old friends. Those things are hard. And so just unfollowing, blocking them if you need to. Like, just to get that out of your mind until you get to a healthy place where maybe you can engage with them again. So for me with self-image... I've just simply had to unfollow some people just so I don't, you know, compare myself as much. Also, talking about unfollowing people, I realized the other day that I followed like over a thousand people on Instagram. And I was like, I don't think I genuinely know a thousand people. So I kind of had to go through and just like pick and choose, not pick and choose, but kind of just unfollow the people that I genuinely don't know um, on top of people that, you know, are hard, their accounts are hard for me to look at. So There's no shame in unfollowing people that you genuinely don't know on social media. I think we carry a lot of weight in whether people follow us or not. And that's something that I used to carry a lot of weight in. I I cared a lot about how many people followed me, who I followed. I was like, ooh, if I unfollow them, like, that's going to cause drama. Or like, ooh, this person unfollowed me. Like, I wonder why. Like, that bothered me so much. And I had to just, like ignore that. I had to overcome that and be like, hey, you know what? Like my social media is my social media. Like you get to control what you see and what is poured into you, what you pour out. So I just had to be intentional with that and do a little unfollowing. I'll definitely be doing another spree. Trust me, because I didn't do that many. Um, But it is important to be aware of who you're following, what you're looking at, and things like that. Um, Talking more about what we're pouring out and what's pouring into us, again, kind of, I already talked about, you know, what you're looking at, who you're following, but also what you're pouring out. One of the reasons why I started this series is because 
I noticed a shift in my heart and what I wanted to share on social media. Social media, um, not not necessarily turning my account into like a like a you know just a purely Jesus lover account, which is like who I am, and I hope that everything that I post, you know, is glorifying to the Lord and something that would make Him smile. But I've just had to be again more intentional with what I decide to post and if I'm doing it for the right reasons. I talked about this a lot in the past series with other people, but I know that I've done this a lot in my life to where I will post something specifically because I want one person to see something. Um, there's one something that happened a couple of days ago um, where I was traveling and I was somewhere that I used to go to with like someone who's an old friend of mine. And part of me really wanted to post that I was there because I wanted the attention that would come from that. And I was like, honestly, I want them to know that I'm here and that I'm living my life and I'm better off without them because I knew that they followed me. So I just wanted them to know. And I had to stop for a second and I'm like, why do I care about that? Like, why do I care about them knowing what I'm doing, where I am? Why do I want to be on their radar, you know? So kind of just stepping back and realizing that that was just me wanting to be seen from someone else and not being seen. I was like with my family and my friends and I cared more about being seen by someone who's not involved in my life anymore than just being seen and heard from, you know, my friends, my family, the people that truly love me. So even little things like that um, happen a lot just with intentionality. Reposting things in our stories is a huge thing, um, especially like you know, the elections over, politics are still a thing, whatever. But I think reposting on stories is like a huge thing now. When stories became a thing on Instagram, um, I don't think a lot of people used them. I mean, we were just used to Snapchat stories, um, but now it's a huge thing. Reposting is a huge thing. Um, And if you don't repost something, like you're not contributing, um, like if you don't repost your current post to your story, you don't get as much traffic on social media. So stories are such a big thing. And I used to repost and post on my Instagram story daily. Like every single day I I had something up all the time. And I'd repost things constantly. And then I realized like most of these things I'm reposting have nothing to do with my faith or with me. And I'm really just reposting because I want to feel included. And, you know, since other people are reposting it, I need to repost it. And again, that wasn't very intentional. That was just me trying to fit in and trying to seem like, I had things under control and then I was contributing to the community when in reality, I just, you know, I was reading it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. But I didn't really care much about it. That makes sense. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but I think we all feel like we're lacking when it comes to social media. Like we're not doing enough for certain things, whether it's politics or our faith or just supporting others. We constantly feel like we're lacking because there's so much weight carried in social media which all of this creates a lot of anxiety even just talking about it I'm getting anxious um social media has been a root of my anxiety for years if you don't know my story I have struggled with anxiety since I was a child like I had substitute teachers in elementary school and I would find some kind of excuse to go to the nurse like I've always had anxiety it got to a point in high school where it was like physically crippling and I was on anxiety medication for years and now I'm off of it, which doesn't mean that I don't struggle with anxiety. Trust me, I struggle with anxiety every single day, but I have new coping mechanisms for it. And social media has consistently been a root of my anxiety and I've had to be aware of that. So if social media is something that gives you anxiety, 
think about what aspects of social media give you anxiety and then why are you on social media if it gives you anxiety for me social media gave me a lot of anxiety during um mostly with political things recently i got a lot of anxiety because obviously i'm outspoken and i love to talk about the hard issues but i'm not well politically versed like i haven't done a bunch of research into politics um you know i'm a full-time college kid i got a lot of things going on so the first thing on my mind every morning isn't to research politics so i don't know as much as i should so i don't speak on it as much as others do and during that time when everyone was posting on social media about the election I low-key got a lot of hate from people messaging me and be like, hey, you're outspoken, you have a podcast, you should say something about this. So I did say something about it and got a little bit of hate back, which was hard um, and gave me a lot of anxiety. And then I just realized, you know what? I don't necessarily have to post about this, especially if I'm not well-versed in this. And I also saw someone else that, honestly, I'm not even that good of friends with. We went to high school together. And she posted something on Snapchat or whatever, and somebody completely went off on her and just like attacked her for not posting on social media um during a political matter and you know knowing her and knowing her from the past and you know from being acquaintances in high school I know that she doesn't use social media a lot and simply a lot of people don't use social media and I don't think we should use social media as our primary form of communication and she got a lot of hate for not posting certain things you know politically when I know that she just doesn't use social media that often and I feel bad for her because I know that created a lot of anxiety for her, I'm sure. And for me, it's created a lot of anxiety because recently I don't get on social media as much as I used to. Um, I rarely ever check Snapchat. I get on Instagram if I have a message. I have all my notifications turned off. So I constantly have this anxiety that since I'm not checking it as much, there's something I'm missing or like someone's going to say something or something bad's going to happen. Um... This is has nothing to do with um, anxiety or anything, but this is a story that happened the other day that really opened my eyes to see like how open people are in social media and how willing they are to say say things over social media but not to your face, and really honestly tugged at my self value and how the way I viewed myself, and I had to have a come to Jesus moment. So, some random person followed me on Instagram and DM'd me. And I posted on my story that I was having lunch with my mom, and he asked, oh, where, did, where is this? So I just let him know. I was like, oh, it's this little shop in town. And he was like, oh, cool, thanks. Also, you know, not going to give me a follow back. And genuinely, I didn't know him, and I just started um, unfollowing a bunch of people. And I was like, yeah, sorry. I was like, I don't follow a lot of people back, especially if I don't know you. Um, and he was like, okay, I understand that. Um, and, you know, he was front with me a little bit. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend um and he's like oh understandable cool he sent another message I never responded the next day um he was like you know I'm not gonna give up and I said boyfriend lol period (laughs) then he proceeds to unsend all the messages that he had sent to me trying to flirt with me to where I'd shot him down and blocked me but before he blocked me he sent a message saying you know what you're he's like you're not even cute little ugly and said that and I was in the car with Meredith at the time and I could not help but laugh because I was like, he got so hurt and so shot down simply because I would not follow him back on Instagram and that he couldn't get over like a girl with a boyfriend doesn't want to entertain me. 
And that really made me sit and think for a while. Like Meredith and I were out doing things, but I just sat and thought for a while about how different our generation is when it comes to social media. You would never say something like that to somebody's face. You know, if someone shot you down, you would never go off on them and switch gears so quickly from going to flirting with them to calling them ugly simply because they are in a relationship. Um, and, you know, part of us, I feel like, always wants to snap back really quickly when someone offends us. But before I knew he had blocked me, I was like, you know what? Sorry if that hurt your feelings. Hope you have a better day. And he'll never see that. But genuinely for me, I had to have a heart check because I was like, does it really matter what this person that I don't even know says about me or am I just going to simply let it go? Because if that happened to Caroline like a year ago, I would have cried. I would have sent it to all my friends. I would have freaked out. And I'd been like, why is this person so mean? Why is this so awful? Like, what did I do to deserve this? But I genuinely just giggled. And I was like, I feel bad for him because he just was butthurt so easily. And for me, seeing that change in myself, I know that that change has come from being more secure in the Lord than in social media and other people's opinions. I have changed so much in a year. It is crazy. And I'm telling y'all, it is simply through trusting the Lord, knowing my value in the Lord, getting in the word and knowing what he truly says about me. I used to use social media as a platform to show off and showed I had and just be proud, have other people be like, oh, she's perfect. She has perfect life. Everything's going well for her. When in reality, that was never true. Last year, I was super guilty of that. I posted all the time. You know, everything seemed all together. And then right before COVID hit, a lot of things in my life really did just like crumble to the ground. Um, And even coming back to school, a lot of things were hard. And recently, there's a lot in my life that I've decided to not post on social media that I, if this was a year ago, would have posted like immediately. If I was the same person that I was a year ago, so much of my life would still be on social media and I would not be living it in person. One struggle I think we also have like as a generation and as people who have grown up on social media, you know, I'm 21. So I remember life before social media. There are a lot of people out there that don't remember life before social media, but I think that we live so much of our lives through social media and don't experience it in person. In church the other day, I got to just like revel and see all these people just like worshiping because we're thankful enough to get to go back to church now after COVID and just getting to physically see all these people engage with one another, love one another and worship and be there and be present. You know, you don't get that interaction over social media. You know, real life connections aren't as strong as they used to be anymore. Um, Friendship circles are smaller. You just don't, we don't get to love on people the way that we used to, but getting to interact with people at church and sing worship like that just really proved to me that interactions that happen through social media shouldn't carry as much weight as they do. And kind of what I said earlier, you know, if social media is something that causes you anxiety or that you struggle with, or you use it as a coping mechanism, you know, why are you on it? At the end of the day, I have to think about like, why do I have the urge right now to scroll through TikTok? Is it because I'm anxious and want to distract myself? Is it because I want to see something that's going to make me feel better? Is it because, you know, I need advice, I need wisdom? All three of those things I just said is something that you can get from the Bible. And I got to tell myself that every single day. You know, if I'm about to go to bed and I'm not exactly tired yet, I'm like, oh, I could scroll through TikTok for 30 minutes. But what is that going to do? That's going to turn into an hour and a half, number one. And number two, I'm not going to get that much out of it. 
when instead I could be reading my Bible and I could be gaining so much knowledge and just honestly just growing closer to my, my relationship with the Lord, which is what I want in the first place. You know, I started this 60-day study through the New Testament through my church and I started it and I finished like the first, I finished um, Matthew and then a month later, I was like, oh, I didn't keep doing this. But every single night, I consistently use TikTok. Every single night. Consistently. But for a, like three weeks-ish, it was like impossible for me to just finish the Bible study I was going through. So now every time I have that urge to just get on TikTok because I'm bored or I just want like, you know, empty time in my brain, I put my phone down and I intentionally grab my Bible. And I know there are those times like, if you're still in your Bible and you still like scroll on TikTok, that's fine. But we just have to be aware of why we're using social media. If we're using it to promote like ourselves, we want other people to think that we're great. If we're using it to just drown out anxiety and boredom, like why are we simply using it? So maybe take a second today and just sit back and kind of think about why am I really using social media? I used to use social media a lot to just give me answers and tell me what to do. I followed a lot of health accounts, beauty accounts. I wanted to know what to eat, what to wear, what to look like, what to do. And that is what genuinely made my eating problems, uh, my self-image issues, um, my overall confidence and anxiety 10 times worse. And I was thinking about that the other day because I had a little bit of a, a little bit of an anxiety attack because I do still tr- struggle with eating problems and my self-image and anxiety. And I decided to restart the Bible study I just mentioned because I don't think I fully um, devoted myself mentally when I started that Bible study. So I was like, I'm just going to start over and we're just going to read through a bunch until I'm like, you know what? This is a good time. That was with the Lord and I learned a lot. And I was about to close my Bible because I was like, I've read enough. This is enough for me today. I have stuff to do. And then um, in Matthew 6, once you get to verse 25, there's a section that says, you know, the cure for anxiety at the top. And I was like, oh, I was like, this is really nice. I wonder what this is going to be about. And I thought it was going to be more about, I don't know, like, I don't know what I was expecting, but I didn't expect it to be this accurate. Um... It literally says in verse 25, Therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? I don't know about y'all, but that just like smacks me hard. And I was like, oh my gosh. I, the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I worry about what am I going to eat? What am I going to wear today? I count my, my calories more than I should. I worry about my outfits I I spend hours trying to figure out what I'm going to wear before I go somewhere. You know, things like that take up so much of our time. And we just want to be so perfect. We want to eat the right thing, look the right way, be the perfect person. But isn't life more (laughs) than food and the body more than clothing? Our lives are more than just what we eat. And our bodies, the way we look, are more important. Like, our bodies are more than what we just put on them. And... I don't think that could have applied more to my life. I don't know about y'all, but social media has shifted the way that I view myself and my life a lot. And I'm no longer going to allow that. And I'm really taking my life back and building it on a different foundation. Instead of building it on this world, I want to build my life on the Lord and what he says about me. Going forward after this post, I'm 
fully deleting social media for a couple of weeks because I want to take my own cleanse and I want to encourage y'all to take maybe at least a week off of social media if it's something that you struggle with and just step back. If you use social media for your business or for yourself, that is different. But if social media is something that affects you every single day, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is, take a step back with me and just like, you don't have to delete your accounts, but just delete the apps. I've done this so many times and trust me, it is refreshing and you might want to continue doing it longer. So for me, I'm going to step back and delete social media until I have another podcast ready to go. So I have some time to breathe and just be with my family, enjoy the holidays and just simply not worry about it and just work on my new foundation. I love y'all. I've really enjoyed this series and I hope you got something out of it. This was just really cool to be open and honest and learn so much. I love you guys. Can't wait for this next series. Thank you for listening. And as always, I'm Caroline. Grace.